and welcome to This Week in James City County. I'm your host, Renee Dahlman. Today, I am once again joined by Jenny Toms, James City County Treasurer. Welcome, Jenny. Thank you for having me again, Renee. Well, I have to tell people, because we're not doing a video for this one, you are roughly, what would you say, how long is this table? To me, it feels like a football field. A football field, yeah. But maybe, a, I don't know, 10 foot? Yeah, we yeah. are well socially distanced. Yes, ma'am. Very yes, ma good. So, how have you been? Been good. How are you? I have been fine. Things good. are just... You never know what's going to be next. You are right. This is a trying time, but a different time. Absolutely. Well, so I'm going to start with, tell me, what is one thing that you, you know, people were learning how to do sourdough or they were painting and reorganizing. I learned how to fold my socks the correct way. Mm -hmm. What have you learned over this past COVID six months? So I, I don't know what I've learned, but my husband redid our entire kitchen. Nice. Which was not planned, but looks really, really great. He did a great job for it. Wow. Like yes. new countertops and mm -hmm. everything? New countertops, new paint, new flooring. It started with a small leak from a refrigerator uh, that ended up being a lot bigger than we thought it was. So had to redo the whole thing. Oh, so sorry about that. <laughs> but hey, it's COVID. We didn't have anything else to do. What else are you going to do? Right. Can't go anyplace. Exactly. It's definitely, especially at the beginning, that's for sure. Right. So I know that your office has been very busy while yes, lots of places have been like, okay, well, we're just going to regroup and figure out what we're going to do. Not the treasurer's office. The treasurer's office said, hey, let's start a whole new service. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Tell me about it. So on August 1st, we became a DMV select office. Um, many people in James City County, most of our citizens know that there is a DMV select at our satellite office. Mm -hmm. um, and DMV approached us a couple of years ago and asked if we would be willing to do the same, do the same service for this end of the county. It was supposed to start in May, but obviously COVID. Mm -hmm. So we decided that August 1st was a, a good time frame between tax cycles and that kind of thing to give it a go. I'll tell you that I have been a customer at mm -hmm. your DMV Select. Great. Because right it's truly right across the courtyard from yes, my office. Yes, ma'am. And I made my little appointment before I went online. So tell us before I... I don't want to spoil everything. Tell everybody <laughs> everything. So um, right now we are um, by appointment only mm -hmm. or, or strongly encouraged. Mm -hmm. We're not going to turn you away if you've traveled to us. But both offices are by appointment only. And that's so that we can keep the number of people in the lobby down so that we're sure po people are uh, socially distanced. Mm -hmm. um, the satellite office obviously has a lot more traffic than we do at the treasurer's office right now. Um, so they actually have somebody to greet you at the door. Um, and, and figure out what you need and make sure that you're keeping that distance. Mm -hmm. We don't have that right now, but we do have someone on standby to do that for us once we start seeing a little more traffic. Mm -hmm. To make an appointment for DMV Select, you would go to the James City County website, um, jamescitycountyva.gov. Mm -hmm. um, you would find the treasurer's page under government. Yes. And then you would select J JCC DMV select from the menu. That will take you to the appointment calendars for both offices. So if you need a specific day, you can check on both offices. If you prefer one office or the other, but don't really care about what day it is, then obviously you can go from there. Mm -hmm. So we're trying to set up appointments 15, 10 to 15 minutes apart so that we have plenty of time to fully um, finish the transaction with one citizen before we move to the next one. Well, and I've found that because I periodically check 
um, because we try to help promote it on mm-hmm. social media, mm-hmm. that you can almost always get an appointment the next day. Yes, ma'am. So yes, ma'am. it there are lots of opportunities for appointments, and it is so easy yes, ma'am. to do. Thank you. Yeah. Thank I, you. I was really surprised. I don't know why, but I mean, I just walked in, did my business, walked mm-hmm. back out. Mm-hmm. It was very, very easy. Yes, ma'am. When we, when, when satellite first reopened, they had a, a long line. Sure. And it was June, May or June. So it was very hot. Um, so we had people standing in the sun, which just, it just didn't work. Right. So that's when we decided to go with the appointments and that has helped tremendously on, on the crowd and that kind of thing. And like you said, for the most part, you can go out there and get an appointment the next day, the day after. Mm-hmm. We, we don't have the months of waiting that the DMV has. Right. Well, let's get out of the way the big thing that you cannot do at DMV Select. Yes. What no, is that? No real ID. No IDs at all. Okay. Um, the rule of thumb is that a DMV Select is there to do vehicle things. Okay. Titles, registrations, license plates, those kind of things. Okay. Um, so anything to do with your ID, we are not. We're not equipped. We don't have the cameras or any of that stuff. Um, so we're we're not equipped to handle that. Okay. So vehicle, vehicle stuff. All right. I, I have a list of okay. what we can do. Let's go over it. <laughs> so we can do registrations, whether mm-hmm. you're renewing or you're um, transferring a, a registration. We can do titles. Um, original titles, replacement titles, titles where you need your lien released, um, adding a lien to a title, and those kinds of things. Uh, we issue decals, um, the license plate decals and the license plates. We can do handicap handicap placards. Okay. Um, we can do driver and vehicle transcripts. So that is the one thing that we can do on the driver's side is your driver transcript if you need it for court or for your employer. Okay. Um, we can do those. We can do address changes for you, but we can't change your license, uh, your driver's license. Okay. So if you just want to change your information in the DMV records, we can handle we can handle that. Okay. We also do trip and overload permits, um, and we do the easy pass transponders for the for the Coleman Bridge and the mm-hmm. other places that mm-hmm. use those. So those are those are the all the things that we can handle. And that's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. I think I think it's it's the bulk of what you normally would do annually at the DMV. Sure, absolutely. Well, I have a question from a friend. Okay. Whose name may rhyme with Renee. If you have an outdated um, Easy Pass, mm-hmm. can you drop that off at your office? I don't think so. Oh, man. I think we on, we're we only issuing because we don't add funds to your account or any of that stuff. We just issue the transponders. Okay. Well, darn it. So yeah. I can't like slip it in your bag on the way out the door today. I don't today. think so. No, but I it. will ask when I return to the office. <laughs> My friend will be very happy to hear that. Thank okay. You. Okay. <laughs> so what else is going on in the exciting world of the treasurer? Um, we're gearing up for yet another tax cycle. Um, end of April, end of October, we will be sending out personal property and real estate bills that are due in December. Mm-hmm. We're, we'll be working on the next round of recycling invoices. So those will go out about the same time. Okay. We're also working on a new phone system to try to better, um, accommodate uh, the phone calls that come in during tax season. We sure. do get a lot. Um, the other piece of that phone system is that should we have another COVID-like shutdown, uh, we will be able to answer the phones from home, which oh, we can't nice. do right now. So that was a big concern when we when we closed the office to the public, but we were still trying to, to do the work. I, 
had to have half in the office and half at home, and that made a that put a big constraint on the phone abilities. Absolutely. So, so we're we're looking forward to that. That that looks very promising to okay. us. Yeah. Who would have ever guessed? Right. You know. Right. So yeah, that would be a great service. Then yes. that way people can continue to provide services to the citizens, even though we may be physically right unopen, also known as closed. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, ma'am. Also known as. <laughs> also known as. Now, be, you bring up taxes. Mm-hmm. And so I have to always ask the most popular question, I think, that we get 10 trillion times every tax season. Why do I have to send my tax payment to Boston? The best answer, the quickest answer, is so that your payment is processed immediately. Okay. Uh, many, many years ago, about four years ago, um, on tax day, we had 13 trays of mail that we needed to process. And what that created was concern for the citizens that their payment didn't make it to us because it took us weeks to get through that much mail. Right. This is something that the bank offers. They go ahead and put the payment in the bank account so your check is cashed immediately. They then send us a file that we are able to just upload into our system. So it cuts down tremendously on the amount of work um, to process payments and allows us to deal with just those that have that have issues. Okay. And that it's called a lockbox? It's called a lockbox. Okay. It's run by Town Bank. Okay. Um, but there is no lockbox service in the state of Virginia. Gotcha. Some treasurers do elect to have you mail the the payment to their office and then forward the payment. But again, that adds more time. Sure. So, and, and people get very concerned when a check for that much money hasn't cleared, right. hasn't cleared their bank account. Right. So we're trying to get it done as quickly as we can. Okay. Very good. So we've talked about telephone, but I did not ask what the telephone number is. What's your phone number? Our phone number is 757 757- Two five three six seven zero five. Okay, and can people call with questions about any of these things? Yes, ma'am. Okay. And I can tell you that the the folks in the treasurer's office that answer the phone are not trained with DMV. Okay, but everybody at the satellite is. Okay, so when we have when people call in with DMV questions, we ask the the satellite ladies to give us give us a hand. Most of the time, people are just calling to find out what services we sure. can do, so we can answer those questions. But but our, our ladies at the satellite office are very knowledgeable. They've been doing this 15 years. Right, so, right. so they've got a lot of knowledge and, and has helped us tremendously. Well, and I know that I feel like we're bouncing around because I've got another DMV select question. I believe that you get a little bit of a price cut, right? If you're either renewing things online or yes and a dmv select is considered the same yes, right yes okay. you get charged it's not really a price cut but you get charged a fee to go to a regular dmv gotcha that's a better way to put it yes. okay yes so okay. so you save yourself that that fee from not going in there right and from what i understand a month or so of waiting yes for an appointment yes so i know that everybody that i've told that you, you can call and get an appointment today. Mm-hmm. They're always very, very happy yes, to ma'am. hear that, not yes, have ma'am. to get through that wait. Yes. So, yes. well, since we're back on DMV, I did ask um, some of my cashiers some questions or some what kind of things they are asked routinely that mm-hmm. they that they would like for people to know. So, um, the biggest one, obviously, is that we do not do driver's license or IDs. Right. We don't have the equipment or or the authority to handle that. Um, another big one that we deal with a lot is people coming in trying to 
um, do titles or registrations for somebody else, for their mom or their spouse or their kid. And unfortunately, unless you have a power of attorney, we cannot do that. Oh. Now, DMV provides a power of attorney form. Okay. So you can always go online and find that form and fill it out ahead of time. Okay. Um, and and mentioning the forms at, on dmvnow.com, mm-hmm. they have a link to the forms and there's an extensive list of forms. Okay. And, but you can search for certain things and that kind of thing. A lot of the stuff that we do does require a form to be filled out. Um, not everything, but mm-hmm. a lot of it. Mm-hmm. So um, especially if you're coming here from another state, there's a form called a 17A, and that's um, to be filled out by the owner. Um, I love I love the acronyms for right? f- forms. I don't know why we can't name a form <laughs> what it is, but I digress. I'm not DMV. So. <laughs> um, and Virginia is considered a title for title state. So we are required to keep the title you give us in order to hand you a new title okay. for whatever reason. Okay. So we cannot give that title back to you. Um, bill of sales. They are highly recommended, especially if you've purchased a vehicle or sold a vehicle to another individual. Okay. The reason for that is um, if if you don't have a bill of sale and you, and you tell us you bought it for a dollar or a hundred dollars or whatever, mm-hmm. DMV is going to force us to make that sale price the native value for that vehicle. Oh. So if you've truly not paid as much as it's worth, right. it behooves you to have that bill of sale so that you can actually pay the tax on the amount that you paid for okay. the vehicle. Okay. So that's a big one. That can save yeah. you that can save you money. Absolutely. Yes. Um gifting. You can't gift a vehicle to just anybody and not pay tax. It only works for Spouses, spouse to spouse, mm-hmm. or parent to child, or child to parent. Okay, you can't do it for step parents or step step um, siblings. That kind of, you can't do it with siblings. You can't do it with in laws, um, which you know we may not agree with, but that's that that that's the ruling of DMV. So um, we do have a lot of people that come in and 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 do the gifting. So you can gift, like for example, someone could gift me a boat mm-hmm. if anybody wants to do that. Right. Two, I know you're. I know you're always searching. <laughs> always searching. Two five three six six zero five. <laughs> um, if somebody would gift me a boat, then I would still need to do. There would still need to be taxes collected, yes. right? Okay. Yes. yes. So, so you're you're exempt from the tax if it's spouse to spouse or spouse to child. Gotcha. Child. To, I mean. A parent to child, child to parent. Okay. None um, of those people have boats. So right. They, they can't help me. So, okay. <laughs> but to bring up boats, that's another great one. Why, thank you. Um, boats are not titled at DMV. Oh. But most people buy a boat and a trailer at the same time. Sure, sure, sure. You have to register the trailer at DMV. Right. So the biggest issue that we run into is um, you have to pay a sales tax. So if you bought a boat and a trailer together and it cost you $5,000 and you can't tell me how much of, you don't have anything that tells me how much of that was the trailer and how much was the boat, we have to charge you tax on the whole thing. You're going to assume that the boat was free and you paid yes. 5000 for the yes. trailer. Gotcha. So it's very important to get that itemized listing, you know, especially if you're buying from, but even if you're, if you're buying from an individual on that bill of sale mm-hmm. or if you're buying from from a dealership, make sure they have that itemized for you so you only have to pay the tax on the trailer. Would you ever have guessed that you would be an expert in all things DMV vehicle no, related? <laughs> ma'am, I would not. And I would not consider myself an expert. We see something new every day. I'm sure. Um, I, 
I was not aware of the differences from titles from different states. Okay. They all look so different. They all have different information. Um, some require a second form for whatever it's, it's, we have a native book that's probably five inches thick. Wow. That gives us pictures of what the title should look like, how to tell if it's, if it's fraudulent or it, it's, it's an undertaking. Wow. It really is. And you all went through some training. So, right? well, we, we had some discussions with DMV, okay. but we had an ace in the hole in Jane Townsend. Sure. And even though Jane has retired, um, she, she really went the extra mile. She even, um, put off her retirement to help us through this transition. Wow. Um, so she stayed in, she had everybody in my, in the treasurer's office come down to the satellite office and stay for two weeks each. Okay. And, you know, so we spent the first couple of days just watching and then we got our feet wet. And, um, and then the first month that we were open, Jane was in our office okay. ready to help with any, any questions. Um, so it has been a real benefit. We still are looking forward to being trained by DMV, mm-hmm. but it has been a real benefit to have access to people that are doing it every single day all day long we call them constantly that those ladies down at that satellite office they are amazing and doing some amazing work down there well and it makes sense that experiential learning yes. basically or training yes. would be because like you've said there are so many different scenarios right. and you just people are coming in with things that are going to never seen before right right fascinating it is and and we are still looking forward to the formal training Mm -hmm. um but more of that i think will give us more of the why okay we know we see this we got to do this we see this we got to do this but we don't know the reasoning behind some of that so that would be great great to have and and we're working with dmv as soon as they you have to go to them for training okay and obviously they're trying to keep as many people out of their buildings as possible so right once covid has calmed down a little bit we'll we'll have that training and that's going to happen at some point going to happen (laughs) we believe it okay good good (laughs) all right any other things that your folks normally hear um, no, that's, that's the big things that they wanted people to know. The, uh, the only other thing that we have run into, um, that's a little confusing is online dealerships. Okay. And what that means is the dealership has the ability to do this DMV stuff themselves. Right. So they should not be sending you to us to okay. have that stuff done. Okay. Um, we have to remember to look if we see a dealership, if they are an online dealership, um, but also you pay them processing fees. Right. So you've paid them to do this. Right. Um, and it's, and it's not being, then they're asking you to do it. The other piece that doesn't, it does make, it does matter to the citizen is DMV is reimbursing us a portion for every tap, every transaction that we complete on their behalf. Okay. Um, I did not go into this as a money-making proposition. Right. It was a way to um, help our citizens, you know, provide another service. Mm-hmm. They're already here doing other things. So, you know, it just gave them another opportunity instead of going to the upper end of the county. Um, but we do get reimbursements for some of those transactions. However, if we perform, if we do a transaction that actually should have been done by an online dealer, they get the credit. Ah, okay. Yes. So, so Again, I would not turn the citizen, I don't want to turn the citizen away, but they've paid for that process with the dealer. We've only seen it a couple of times. Most dealers know that they're supposed to 
do things online. It's, it, you know, all of your bigger dealerships know that they're, they need to do it online, but some of the smaller ones sometimes. Okay. Very good. All right. Well, Jenny, I don't really have the fun questions. Do you remember that? Oh, yes. Before mm-hmm. COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but I do want to say we've talked about podcasts in the past. Yes, ma'am. And I know that you are a bit of a true crime yes, I podcast am. fan. Yes, well, I, am. I have to ask you. Mm-hmm. Tiger King. I know it's not a podcast. <laughs> it was. It was a. T- it was a podcast. Was it? It was a podcast okay. before. Before the TV show. Okay. How many times have you watched Tiger King? One time. Oh. Those are hours that I will never get back <laughs> in my life. Same thing with the podcast, but it's like that train wreck or car accident you just can't look away from. Right. Well, let me tell you, we watched Tiger King in its entirety three times. Wow. Yeah, I know. Wow. Well, again, what else are you going to do? Right. Okay. Right. And it's one of those mindless, you can do something else kind of. But right. every time, I bet every time you watch it, you see something different. Well, you do. Yeah. And then, you know, then there were all the rumors and things that were coming out. And so then you're sitting there watching, looking for that. But I will tell you, I, I don't know how you do it. Because we finished, I think it was the first time mm-hmm. we watched Tiger King. We finished and I said, okay, well, that wasn't bad. Mm-hmm. Let's watch another true crime thing. Let's watch Making a Murderer. Oh, no, 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 no. I can't finish that. I watched the first half of the first episode, and I was like, I can't. Mm-hmm. No. Mm-hmm. That was awful. It, yes, I, I couldn't. When they started interrogating that child. Oh, and seeing that's what it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nope, couldn't do it. Okay, good. I wanted All to right. send him my whole paycheck. Okay. I got to help him fix. I, I, and I don't know how it ends because I couldn't, right. I couldn't handle it. Okay, good. Well, that's yeah. good to hear mm-hmm. then, that mm-hmm. it was a little bit more than yes. Tiger King. Yeah. <laughs> Tiger King was more of a comedy than anything else. <laughs> okay. Well, let's be controversial then. Did she kill her husband and feed him to the tiger? Oh, yeah. You think so? <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. I have no idea. It's just, it's odd. It's so odd. Yes. But, yeah. It's, you, <laughs> you can't make this stuff up? You cannot make it up. Cannot. You cannot make it up. I don't know if she killed him or not. I don't think they went into it enough to really know. Probably not. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. So, anything else you want to talk about? I think that's about it. Um, We've covered DMV Select. We've covered Taxes. We've covered Tiger King. Yes. What else could there be? I I think that's all. What else could there be? And I love that I came over here for something other than Taxes. I'm so happy that you did. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm sure... Next time will be taxes. Oh, yeah. Well, we might as well go ahead and book it right now Absolutely. because we know. We know. You'll come back. Absolutely. Well, Absolutely. Well, thanks again, Jenny. I think you've been a guest on this podcast many, many times. Yes, ma'am. It's always fun. Well, I enjoy talking with you. So thank you so much. Thank you. Well, that wraps up this episode of This Week in James City County. Thank you so much for tuning in. As always, please take a moment to go online and subscribe. That way you will be sure to never miss one of our episodes. Also go online at jamescitycountyva.gov slash podcast. And while there, you're going to be able to see all of our episodes as well as a form where you can give us show ideas, comments, critiques. We would love to hear from you. So thanks so much. And we will talk with you next week.